the blast from our past network. Talking Back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back. This is the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim. Thank you for joining this week. Uh, I will welcome in to the waters co-host, Dean. Dean, why don't you wade wade in here? Tim, you know I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know I'm not coming in the water. Yes. I will not. I will not join you. I'm guessing this is a very scary movie for you. You know what? I came to an epiphany recently of why I absolutely love shark movies so much. And I think it's because like as a kid, they really, really scared me. I was so terrified of sharks, like of them even being in pools, stuff like that. Like I was just absolutely terrified. And then I realized that if I just don't go in the water, I'm safe. I have no trouble. So then I like beat that fear. I beat the fear of sharks by just making a choice of not going in the water. And I think that then allowed me to watch the movies. And I think that's why I love them to this day is because it was like one of the first fears that I beat. I beat sharks. Just don't go play in the water like some idiot. Stay out of the water and you're safe. So yeah, I, I love I love shark movies. Absolutely love them. Nice. Yeah, I mean, that that's a great way to solve that problem, right? Yeah. Don't go in Just the water. Don't go. <laughs> yeah. That's a tagline for one of these movies, isn't it? Solved. <laughs> don't go in the water. Just don't go in the water. And you know the sharks aren't coming out of the water. They're not. They can't. They're not walking around on the land. So you're you're pretty good. You're pretty safe. I'm safe. Yeah, I'm good. Just don't accidentally wander into an aquarium. Yeah, that could be a problem. Yeah, that's the only. Yeah, that's the only way I see bad things happening yeah, for you. Exactly. So I don't. I stay out of aquariums too because I know they can get you there too. I, I know that they could. Yeah, if you climbed into the yeah. tank at the aquarium by accident, or. If they break through the glass. I've seen that too, Tim. True. We've seen that. True. All right. Well, um, just for anybody who, uh, like we like to say, is riding the lawnmower right now, went from uh, the last episode to this episode without reading the title, we are covering the movie from 2016, The Shallows. And why are we doing this? It's because it's October. We're keeping things uh, creepy as usual. All month here at Talking Back. Oh, yeah. Now, obviously, love me a good shark movie. Yeah, obviously. I'm just uh, the biggest fan of sharks and being scared by them. I love getting bitten by them and losing limbs. All that stuff is... uh, I just love all that stuff. Yeah. This was a first watch for me. Uh, I'm guessing it wasn't for you, though. I feel like this is one you watched. 
yeah, this is uh, probably number three watch for me. I saw it in theaters and I watched it at least once on home video uh, after that. And then this would have been three or maybe four. But yeah, this would have been a good theater movie. That was a good call on your behalf. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good theater movie for sure. Yeah. So I wasn't really, uh, I didn't know what to expect. I wasn't sure what this movie was going to do for me. I haven't seen a lot of shark movies, you know, obviously the Jaws franchise, uh, Mako, the Jaws of Death that we covered. Right. Right. Loved that one, actually. You love that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I really did. Not a fan of Deep Blue Sea. Okay. Yeah. Open Water. Huge fan. Huge fan of Open Water. Good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Scary movie. Scary. I loved the realism in that. Yeah. So for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I had a good time with The Shallows, you know, but it's kind of like a mix of, let's say, Open Water meets like Deep Blue Sea in a way. For sure. It's, That's it's, exactly it's a, what it is, it's like actually. A, it's a combo, you know? Yeah. You've got a bit of the reality there, but then at the same time, you've got Mr. Shark, who seems to have a personality. Yeah, he's, he seems very angry that somebody took a nap on his food. Actually, it's a she. I know that, so we should call her she. Oh, she. Yeah, okay. It's a she. Okay. That's good. That I thought, uh, I thought Blake Lively was calling it a he in this movie. She may have been. But... I, she may have been, yeah. Good to well, know she didn't she. know because you know what? When she, she was stuck out on that rock, she didn't have yeah. Google like I did. True. And True. I, I yeah. was able to look up some stuff about the movie. Cool. And yeah. uh, they said they went with a female shark because the females are larger. So oh, as to awesome. make it more realistic for the movie, he's a she. He's a she. Uh, good, good size on the shark. Ooh, I like the size. Very big. Looks pregnant. Yeah, very big. Very, 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 yeah. very fat. Very, very, very fat. big shark. Yeah. Very big shark. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hate it. It was okay. It wasn't too big. It was like believably yeah, yeah, exactly. large. Yeah. Like, exactly. Possibly one of the greatest, or sorry, possibly one of the largest great white sharks like yeah. ever. But uh, like there's a great white shark called Deep Blue, I think is the name of it. It's probably the same size as this thing. Like it's the biggest okay. like yeah. great white shark, you know, captured, uh, you know, on camera. And probably probably the same size as, as this thing. So there you go. Quite believable. Yes. Very. Size wise, very, very much so. Now here's a quick synopsis. A mere two hundred yards from shore, surfer Nancy is attacked by a great white shark, with her short journey to safety becoming the ultimate contest of wills. So I knew the premise of the movie. Mm-hmm. And my worry going into it was, how are they going to make this interesting? Because this this idea right. easily could have been like a twenty minute film, thirty minute film, but you know, hour twenty six minutes. What are they going to do to keep me interested and yeah. excited about what's going on? And uh, we'll get to we'll get to that. We'll get to what I think for sure. Yeah, uh, how good of a job I think they did. Yeah. This was released in 2016 with a budget of 17 million. And this film ripped a chunk out of the box office, Dean, to the tune of nice. 120 million. Great. People love a shark. People love shark movies. Yeah. Directed by Jama Kule Sarah. Hey, there's a real good chance I didn't pronounce that right, but that's a, he's, this is a very difficult name. 
He hasn't directed anything that I've seen personally. Oh, okay. I was, I was okay. brand new to him, but um, he's directed House of Wax. I don't know if you saw yeah. that. I have. I like to call it a waxter piece. Okay. Very good. Yeah. It's like it's like a masterpiece, but it's made of wax. Like obviously, I got that, Dean. <laughs> okay. I don't have to explain that. Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> the commuter. Did you see the commuter? No, I haven't seen those uh, Neeson movies. Jungle Cruise. I didn't didn't see Jungle Cruise. Black Adam. I saw Black Adam. Thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't see it. I didn't need to. <laughs> Thumbs down. Music by Marco Beltrami. Now, he did Scream 1, 2, 3, and 4, AVP, Live Free or Die Hard, The Hurt Locker, 2011's The Thing, Logan, and many more. I can barely remember the music in this in this movie. Hmm. Yeah, he's uh, Marco Beltrami's big, big name, big guy. Um, music in this movie. Not sure I remember either. Oh, I remember. It goes, it goes, dun, dun. No, you see, dun, dun, you dun, see, dun. I knew you were going to be the first one to do that because I was committed not to do the Jaws music. So if anyone was going to do it, it was going to be you. Yeah, you should have beat me to it. It actually came later than I was expecting. So <laughs> cool. You thought I would open with yeah, it. Yeah, good job holding off. But uh, I think a trivia question for this movie yeah. could be, was there music? Was and there music I, in the show? I will get it wrong every time because I will answer no. Right. I remember hearing two like weird pop songs that I didn't like all okay, that much. Yeah. But right, as yeah. for like a score, mm, I don't know. Maybe Maybe he composed those pop songs. Maybe, yeah, it could be. Could be. I don't really remember the music. Um not saying it was bad or good. I just don't remember it. Well, I mean, normally if you don't remember it, it's not that great, right? Oh, well, it but it can't be horrible. Otherwise you'd be like, what is this music? Oh, that's a good it's point. just killing the tone. You know, at least it probably just fit in with the tone. And we we're like, Yeah, that's the sound of waves and water in a beach. I do, I remember the waves. They sounded great. <laughs> right, but it's probably part of the music. I guess so. I guess that's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Well yeah. done. Music. I loved the music in this movie. Thumbs up. Seagulls, waves. Yep. Uh, wind. Yeah. Surfboards. Surfboards cracking in half. The sound <laughs> yeah, of the happened. sound of flesh being ripped open. Yes. A good sound. sound. Yeah, good sound. A good sound. Yeah. Bones breaking. Bones breaking. Yeah. People being bit in half. Yep. It was a good good peak to the score. Yeah. <laughs> That's a high F, I think. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not I just, I'm not good with scales. I have a perfect pitch. When when someone gets bitten in half, it's a high F. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Now, cinematography by Flavio Labiano. Now, he also did Jungle Cruise. He did The Gunman with Sean Penn. He did Unknown with Liam Neeson. This movie looked incredible. Yeah, One of my mo- most favorite parts about it is how it looked. Uh, I was just so blown away by it. I read only 10% of the movie was shot on location. Which That's is shocking. Sort of, <laughs> sort of shocking, yeah. That's shocking, yeah. It uh, it looked really good. It fooled me. Only 10%. Yeah, that fooled me. I, I, uh, I have seen Unknown, um, okay. which is, I guess, the Neeson movie that I have seen. And um, I don't remember very much about the movie, except that I did think it looked great. So there you go. After seeing this, I would imagine, you know, most of the stuff this guy does looks really good. Yeah, good shots. 
Now, for the cast, you basically just have Blake Lively. And she's probably most well-known for her role in the TV series Gossip Girl. Have you seen that? I haven't, actually. Me neither. Uh, I haven't seen her in much because she hasn't been in a lot of mainstream stuff, actually. Like, she's a big name. I know her name. But if you look at her filmography, there's not a lot of stuff in there that you might know her from. So I I had seen her in Green Lantern and The Town. That's about it. Yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, um, great movie, and I've seen um, a Simple Favor, which she's also incredible in. Yeah, I mean she was she was great, great actress. Yeah. Now getting into this movie and the story, we actually start off with the amazing score, Dean, because we're hearing oh, waves. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And then we see the beautiful cinematography because we're on a beach. And there's a boy, I don't know, 12-year-old boy. He finds a helmet on the beach with a GoPro attached. He presses play like we would all do. And he watches a video and sees a surfer getting killed by a shark. And Yeah, cool. It's a very quick but intriguing opening. Yep. Very intriguing. I love the opening because you actually get a... It's it's pretty scary as the camera's going up out of the water and down into the water with this... Because this guy's, like you said, is wearing a GoPro. So it's his point of view up and down. And then like every time you go into water, you're looking. There's like bubbles and stuff and your view is kind of blocked. But you're looking, trying to see a shark in there. And then eventually you do. It's kind of the last thing you see is this big, huge jaw of a shark like opening up and going right for the camera. It's just, it, yeah, it's such a, uh, a strong opening. It's, it's a good, um, to watch it on videotape, like to watch it on like this GoPro, really cool, really cool start. Yep. Uh, then from there, we see Blake Lively playing Nancy. She's getting a ride to a beach and she's looking at photos on her phone And the movie does a really cool thing here where it shows them large on the screen so that we can get a good view of what they look like. Yeah. And like as she's scrolling through them, they're like swiping off the screen and a new one's appearing. They use this technique a bit later with phone calls as well. She has a phone call and that comes up large on screen so we can see who she's talking to. This is a technique I've only seen a couple times in movies, but I really like it. I I think it's a really good way of like including what's going on in the phone in the movie in a way that works. Yep. I was going to say that I was going to say that uh, it's uh, I haven't seen it very often. And when I have seen it, I really like it. Um, Even like, yeah, later there's going to be like some, some phone calls, some FaceTime calls, and even like the internet's like poor as like the calls are happening, like they're kind of freezing and stuff. And it's just like that type of like realism and seeing the actual faces on both ends, seeing seeing what's happening on the screen that large um, is, it's a definitely a added bonus um, to get you to really feel and see like the, the stuff that the conversations that are happening and the pictures that are being looked at are for like emotion. Right. So it's cool to actually get all of that, see exactly what our character is seeing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, Nancy has come to Mexico to surf a secret beach that her mother surfed when her mother was pregnant with her. And she's found one of the locals who was willing to uh, drop her off there. And we get there and sure enough, it looks like paradise. Yeah. 
now question this this local. He's like, okay, you know, I dropped you off. How are you going to get out? Uh, and she makes the joke, oh, I'm going to Uber out. Yeah. Like, how do you think she was actually going to get out of here? Because it didn't look like she had any sort of plan to actually get out. I don't think she had a tent. I don't think she was going to spend the night. She just made this joke about like, oh, don't worry about me. I'll take an Uber. Well, there's no, I, I, I don't think there's Ubers going there. She doesn't even know where she is. She doesn't know the name of the beach. Uh, what, what do you think that was? This was a bit weird for me. I think her plan was um, however her friend got there, then they'd figure it out because I think she was still planning on her friend showing up later. She just wanted to go early in the morning and get there right away because later on in the movie, she's going to get a text from her friend saying like, don't worry about me. I'm not coming. So I think she was just going to figure it out then instead of sort of bothering this guy that already gave her a ride. It was just kind of like, oh, whatever. I'll figure it out later. Okay. I think there's also a carelessness to her at the beginning of the movie, um, even though she talks about being so responsible. I think there's a carelessness to her, and I think uh, that this is kind of one of those things, just not securing a ride home. Okay. Well, that, that works for me. Um, I liked like how much excitement Nancy was showing when she got to this beach. Like You can really tell yeah. this was a very important thing for her to surf this beach, and uh, yeah, like Blake Lively did a, a tremendous job just conveying that to us. Like I, <laughs> she was making me happy <laughs> that she yeah, was there. Sure. She was doing such a good job. Totally. Now she suits up and heads out into the water. And my goodness, the cinematography in this section is just, it's off the chart. They have amazing shots above the water amazing shots below the water they're incorporating some slow motion there's several nice butt shots there's some boob shots in there um she's going under waves she's going over waves like they're doing all sorts of different things in the water it's not just her surfing it's like all these different interesting artistic shots and man, I was really blown away here. I just, I wasn't expecting this quality of like scenery in the movie. It looked like I was watching planet, planet Earth or something. Just one of these like amazing nature shows. Yeah, for sure. It looks so good underwater. During this part, it's so weird um, because I had a feeling this time watching it during this part, like, oh, I missed the ocean. I want to go in the waves. I'm going to go play in the waves. The waves are fun. I was like, wait, do I love the ocean? I hate water. I hate, go- I'm never going to go in the water, but this movie made me like remember the times I was in the ocean and had fun with the waves. So uh, yeah, it did a good job. Yeah. The waves in the ocean. <laughs> That's like one of the They're most fun. fun things ever. Yeah. For sure. And like, I just, for- like, I just forgot that I liked something about the ocean. I'm always just terrified of it. And this just like, oh, it brought me back to just jumping into the waves, being tossed around by the waves. And I was like, oh, wait, I want to go in the ocean now. What is this movie doing to me? Uh, it'll flip that. It'll flip that around on me in a mm. few minutes here. But this part makes me want to go in the ocean. Well, you need to go to a wave pool, sounds like. I I was need. thinking that too. I was like, maybe I just need a wave pool because I'm fine in the water. I'm a good swimmer. I'm just afraid of the nature in the ocean. Yeah. Now, Nancy bumps into a couple guys who are already out there surfing. And one of the guys is wearing that helmet with the GoPro on it. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that. Yeah. I also oh, also thought it was a nice touch that uh, at the beginning there, 
with the GoPro, we also saw a broken surfboard on the beach. And when we see Blake Lively go out to surf, we see that it's hers. We see that that is her surfboard. So that's a nice touch too. So Nancy and these guys chat for a bit. And then this dude turns on his camera. And that's my cue that trouble's coming. Yep. So I'm, I'm very on edge immediately. For sure. Uh, they all continue surfing and having fun uh, while we wait for this guy to be killed. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> basically, you're just... That's, We're just waiting. Just waiting. Yeah. We know. We've seen it. We've already seen it happen. And when's it going to happen? Yeah. Um, now, I think they did a really good job like making it look like Blake Lively was actually surfing because she wasn't. Um, yeah. They used uh, that like face replacement effects to like put her face on the body of a surfer to make it look like her, but it's pretty good. It's pretty seamless. It's good. I would say this is the only time I recognized it. Um, I didn't even think about it the first two times. This time I was really looking to see if it was her and I could tell that it was not her. I could tell that it was like a CGI face on her face. Right. You have to really look. Yeah. So Nancy heads back in to take a break. She calls her sister and dad and it sounds uh, sounds like she's out here on this journey because she's uh, feeling bad about her mother. Uh, her mother, uh, they don't give us much, but her mother has obviously died. Uh, Nancy has dropped out of med school. And uh, yeah, so she's on this personal journey. I don't really need it, but it it gives some substance to her character. Um. I just don't think they. Uh, I don't think they went far enough with it to make me really care about that aspect, but but they did just enough to like have it in the movie and have it be something. So I think, I think it helps a little bit, but also I could have just done without it. Hmm. It's um, it's one of the things I really love about the movie because uh, I like that it's not just shark attack to some random person. I like that there's this connection and basically what it comes down to for me is that she is in this conversation with her dad she's saying like what does it matter she's talking about school but she's basically saying like what does it matter if I drop out of school or if I finish school she's like I don't need to try anymore um, because her mother fought fought with the sickness whatever it was fought till her death and it didn't matter because she still died so uh um, Nancy is saying basically I don't need to fight because the outcome's the same so she has this very like bleak outlook on life now that it doesn't really matter because in the end it's the same you're gonna get you're gonna you're gonna die and I think that's why she's a little reckless at the beginning and I think it's like a really good um, you know survival and fight for her later on to make the choice to keep going, to keep fighting, even though in the end, it might be the same. In the end, she might die still, but she keeps fighting for it. So I, I really like that that connection. Yeah, I get that. And I understand that. Uh, I, I just think that just your, your urge to survive, like your urge not to die would be enough out here um, to get her to carry on. I don't think she needs motivation like from her mother who passed away as well. I think the fact that her life is in danger would be enough for her to fight. So it's okay though. It's not like a, it's not a problem I had. Um, and I, I don't, I don't want to see this movie go over an hour and a half. Like it was a nice amount of time. This is a weird instance where I might've, you know, been interested in maybe another 10 minutes of 
uh, character building with her sure. and her family yeah. just to, to make that a little bit tighter. I just, I felt like there just wasn't quite enough to like really connect me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause I, I feel like she is a character who will not fight. Um, that's what I get from the beginning part, but I, I, I understand that they don't really set it up very well. So if they would have set that up a bit better. Yeah. I didn't really get that, that she wouldn't yeah. fight. Now the two other guys who were surfing, they head in as well. Now this completely fooled me because we've just been waiting for this guy to get eaten and for sure they go back in and they're yeah. fine. That that was You're like what? How? First the first time they fooled me in the movie and I liked it. They yeah, well, continue sure. to fool me a couple other times. Yeah, it's really uh it's really smart. It's really smart to show that at the beginning and then start us with the guys in the water and then they get out. It's it's just really good. Yeah, they the movie does a great job with like holding and creating tension. Uh yeah. the movie's filled with it and you're you're always on the edge of your seat and this is an example of it is you you sort of anticipate something happening, but that's not the plan of the movie. Nancy decides to stay out to catch one more wave. She's out there. She gets bumped by something, but it's not the shark. It's a pack of dolphins, and they jump out of the water. So another moment, I was fooled. I thought for sure this right. is the shark because, okay, the guys have gone in. She's made the mistake of going back out one more time. Here's where it's going to happen. But no. Yeah. Nancy finds a dead whale floating around that she heads out to. Gross. Pretty gross. Big yeah. bite marks out of it. Yes. That's definitely. a red flag. Red right flag, there. yes. And she like she's like, okay, well, this is I should probably head in now. She catches a wave and she gets knocked off her board cruising on this wave. Uh really cool shot with the shark approaching in the wave. And all we see yeah. is this really big silhouette in the wave. Then a real wild underwater shot of her getting bitten. We don't even see the shark, but you just have her underwater with this beautiful blue water. It's this really like close up frame on her face. She's obviously panicking. Something's gone wrong. And then the blue just slowly turns to red, you know, yeah. just the way that like, dropping, you know, red food coloring into the water would slowly move its way, you know, across the water further and further. It just, the, the screen goes from blue, um, you know, to red, like as red starts on the bottom and it goes all the way up to the top of the screen underwater. Really, really nice looking shot. Very scary. One of the shots you could easily just hit pause and print on and put up on your wall and it would just yeah. make for like a really great piece of art. This entire sequence is my favorite part in the movie, starting with the shark in the wave, being able to see the shark behind her in the wave. Um, I remember that in the theater. I remember that on the big screen. Like, I remember just like seeing that and pointing like, and, oh, look, like pointing to my wife. Look at that. Um, just like a really awesome, awesome uh, visual. But then the shark knocking her off her surfboard is also really cool because she doesn't know that a shark is there. She just thought she bit it. She just thought she fell. And so we're just like panicking because the shark just knocked her off the surfboard and she's just trying to find her surfboard. You know, she's just swimming towards it. She got like, she got thrown around underwater. So she is like hurt, but she's trying to just get back to her surfboard and we're just losing our minds. And then boom, she gets dragged under and then you get that great shot of the water turning from blue to red. Just the entire sequence is, uh, yeah, my, I think my favorite in the entire movie. 
Yeah, definitely one of mine for sure. So Nancy swims back to the whale and gets on top. And she sees that she has a massive bite in her thigh. Oh, it's so big. Uh, yeah, it's so big. Uh, it's gross. <laughs> it's very gross. I'll touch on that in one second. But something that I like, it's been about seven or eight minutes since those guys went in. And the movie, like every couple minutes, it sort of cut back to them like three different times just to continue building the anticipation. Like it, sure. it wasn't yeah. like they went in and then they got in their car and they were gone. They were gone. There were still several moments where Nancy could possibly get help. And, you know, the first time you see them, she's not in danger, but you get to see them a couple times after she is in danger and she just can't get their attention. And yeah. I thought that was a really, really great thing to do in the movie was to keep them around it was almost like it was real time. Like it's going to take them a while to pack their stuff up. You know, they're in no rush and it played out that way. And I, I just, something I picked up on that I really, really liked. It really worked well for me. Yeah. And another playing with expectations where I'm just sure she's going to get a hold of them and they're going to come in the water to help her. And then that's where this is, you know, that's where they're going to get attacked. I'm just, I'm just positive that they're, that she's going to get a hold of them, like get, get their attention. So they come in because of that. So yeah, just another one of uh, the movie doing something that they know you're expecting, but like doing the opposite thing. Mm -hmm. Now the shark is eating this whale that she's on. So she needs to get off. And she's able to swim to a small area of rocks that are sticking out of the water. And on her way up, she steps on some fire coral climbing up, cuts her foot open. Ouch. Yep. Now she's 200 meters off the beach. Her leg is completely jacked up, but she's taking it really well. So I, <laughs> I don't like this is another small thing that. I wasn't too convinced about this. Like, I would not be that cool if my leg looked like hers. Now, I know she was in med school and, like, she's kind of using that training. But come on, man. Like, where's the shock? I, I need, I don't know. Give us give us a couple minutes of her just really freaking out and freaking out that this has happened and panicking and being like, okay, I have to get myself together because I'm going to die if I don't take this seriously. She was just, she was all like, okay, well, hmm. Legs cut open. I'll just do this. And then here's what we should do. This is what she's like being all medical about it. And I don't know. What, yeah. what did you think? Uh, yeah, I was I was okay with it because they set us up. You know, they set us up as uh, that she was a medical student. I knew as soon as they mentioned that at the beginning, that's going to come into play. She's going to have to do something that I wouldn't know how to do out there. And then I, you know, and, and so I'm supposed to believe that she... Um, can can do it and so that also sort of played into me uh, just accepting that she was you know just not freaking out about the cut uh, because I guess she's seen a lot of cuts like that in her life uh, it never really bugged me I get it though I, I get watching it and being like yeah like it's it's a giant massive cut and she's not going crazy like there's adrenaline too right like pumping through her just hoping she survives so maybe she's able to just deal with it off of that but uh yeah it never really bugged me but i i totally get it i just want a bit of panic that's all i want some yeah. panic yeah i totally get it. just looking at it and like freaking out for at least uh 30 seconds or something yeah yeah she just looks at it and she's like whoo yeah she's like well, look at this going to hurt tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
It's like when you bang your knee and you're like, ooh, that's going to bruise. Yeah. That's going to well, leave a mark. She uh, puts in two makeshift stitches using her necklace and earrings. This was so gnarly. I 100% agree this was hard to watch. Made me feel extremely uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. It was just so raw, the way they made it look. Like, it just looked so real. Yeah. Uh, you know, for the rest of the movie, she's going to be trying things. She's going to be trying to swim off this rock. She's going to be having to jump back on the rock. And you can tell that, like, she goes out with this adrenaline and then has to come back and still has the adrenaline. Yeah. But then when she lands again and has to calm down, it's always the pain of her leg which it obviously yeah. would be because it's such a massive wound. So th- this leg just continues to be uncomfortable for the entire movie. Uh, Lively does a great job of screaming and like making you believe that this is actually happening with her leg. Yep. I, I like every reaction to the leg, even, uh, you know, coming up, there's going to be like something crawling on her and she goes to slap it away and she slaps her leg. And yeah. it's like, yeah, you would, that would just be your reaction to slap something off of you. And she hits her leg and she just like screams cause she hit her leg. Yeah. She does actually here use the memory of her mother to draw strength from, um, almost like as a, a, a place to like take her brain so that she can fight through the pain. So this this I liked. I like that she did that. That like yeah. used that tool. Yeah, for sure. It's nighttime now. Now, Dean, what are you doing here? This is you. She is you. You're on that rock. It's nighttime. What's your plan? What are you doing? Uh, my plan at nighttime. Uh, I don't know. Die. Just <laughs> just, just just die. Fall there? over and die. I would love to die because there's probably like we see. You know, crabs are there. No thank you on crabs even. So like even there's a bird there. There's a seagull with her. Even no thank you on the seagull. Like I just I'm yeah. not a big fan of wildlife. So I'd just like to die. I just would love if that would die just on happen. The, die yeah. on the rock all alone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. praying to Poseidon to just take me. <laughs> just have that tide raise and just take me away. I think I'm definitely waiting as long as I can. Like, yeah. I, I, there's not going to be any urgency for me to get back in the water and try anything. No way. No, I, way. I might just ha- hang out until there's no no other options. And then then I'll get in there and get eaten. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm too afraid to be able to get in the water and try anything or do anything. Maybe I'm thinking maybe, but like more if I'm thinking it's not about getting in the water. You know, it's just it's, it's about doing anything other than getting in the water, which this rock is pretty small. So there's not really much you can do on there. So, yeah, I'm just sitting there and waiting until right. I die. So Nancy makes a compression bandage out of her wetsuit arm and pulls it up over her leg. Again, just more ouchies going on here. Oh, that was seems so painful. Yeah, you mentioned the squirrel. She's befriended an injured, no, a squirrel, a seagull. <laughs> How did a squirrel get out there? <laughs> it's nature's everywhere. No, yeah. she, she befriended a seagull. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad they didn't do too much with the seagull. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, there's a little bit. There's a few scenes, you know, she like fixes its wing. She gives it a name. She names it Steven, obviously. Um, and yeah, but they didn't do too much. Yeah, I think it's just uh, it's a it's a nice thing to put there to just have something else in the scenes, you know, something something for her to play off of even because she talks to the seagull sometimes. So it's really just for that. So I like it for that reason. And you're right. Yeah, there wasn't too much going on with that seagull. Yeah. 
Now she sees her board floating nearby and makes a go for it. And now we get some incredible underwater night shots. Uh, this is what nightmares are made of. This yep. was so great. As soon as I saw that she was going to go underwater and it was nighttime, yep. I was fully in. I, I love that type of shit. But she ends up seeing the shark close to her board and she has to race back to the rocks where, of course, she climbs out and gets to revel in the pain of her mangled leg. Yeah. And something that I, I like at this point is that every time, you know, her going in and then coming out there, the shark wasn't actually coming after you know it wasn't part that wasn't part of the going in and coming out she just saw the shark and you know booked it back and got to the rock and so i liked that it wasn't just always that we're going to get the shark chasing her so then times that the shark is chasing her will be more shocking because you know this time she was just it was just her own scared like being scared seeing the fin that she just booked it back so i like yeah. that i like i thought that was a nice touch mm -hmm. now this was great nancy sees a dude passed out on the beach and starts calling for him. And he wakes up and he's got a like more than half, you know, empty bottle of, of tequila, I think it is. He's mm -hmm. wasted. Wasted. She gets his attention and gets him to go over to her backpack. And I mean, I'm I'm just getting the feeling like he's gonna rob her. Like that's oh, for that sure. is what I <laughs> yeah. feel like this dude is gonna do. She's asking him to get her phone. He doesn't speak English. He gets her phone. He's tapping on it like he's never seen a phone before. Then he puts <laughs> it in his pocket. Then he takes her money. Then he puts on her backpack. Great. And he's walking, walking down the beach. He's got both his hands up in the air over his head, waving at her. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, this guy. Uh, total prick, but also I was laughing at the way this guy was doing stuff. But Oh, yeah. Excellent. He sees her board in the water. And this greedy fucker wants that too. So he starts swimming out, grabs a hold of the board, and then chompy chomp. Yep. We get to see him crawling back on the beach. Well, half of him. Anyways. Only his upper body. <laughs> his upper body crawled out. He so, left his lower body just right at the right at the waterline. It's a good moment. This is fun. Yeah. You obviously want Very good. you want this guy to help, and when you realize he's not gonna help. Yeah, let him get eaten. Let him swim in there yeah. and get chop chopped in half. Yeah, very good. Uh, it's so funny when he puts on the backpack and just starts walking away. It's really funny. <laughs> I like to think that he's so drunk that he saw that surfboard and he just wants to have a good time. Like, he's not Maybe. even trying to steal it. He just wants to go have a nice float in the water. <laughs> he wants to surf. He knows how. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he just wants to have a nice surf, a nice, a nice float on the board. And, uh, yeah, he, he gets chomped. And at that point... Um, uh, at that point, we're pretty happy because <laughs> he robbed her, you know, so we're like, yeah, you can chomp this guy. And it's like the first uh, person we've seen the shark attack. So uh, I, I think that this uh, I think another point of sort of the seagull and the point of this guy robbing her is like, I get the feeling now that this movie's not going to be like uh, mean, you know, it's not gonna be like a mean spirited movie. Mm. Um you know, you got this seagull friend, you got this, this, this guy who robbed her and he's the first one getting eaten. Yeah. I, I, I feel like a little bit more relaxed in the movie. Yeah. It did. It did start to give off that vibe. Yeah. So it's morning now and those two surfers have come back. They hop in. She starts yelling at them to go back because of the shark. They say there are no sharks. Then a great jump scare with the shark breaching the water and grabbing one of the guys. And this is like the first Great. time we get to see the entirety of the shark. 
And yeah, yeah it was it was good. Uh, the guy with the GoPro, he disappears under the water. And again, great use of the blue water turning all red. But this time it was from Nancy's point of view as she was looking down off her rock at the water. And it all just goes from blue to red as this guy gets uh, gets eaten. Yeah. And an, another good part, because um, we didn't we didn't see Nancy in the video. So when he gets to her. When he gets to her uh, rock, I'm thinking, oh, maybe this guy makes it too. Maybe this guy makes it on the rock and he actually was okay after that shark, you know, came at him. Maybe he's just like bit, just like Nancy, but he's going to get on the rock and then nope, he gets dragged right down and then you get the blood. So just, yeah, another moment that I don't really know what's going to happen, even though I've already seen the video. Yeah, they do. They keep fooling you because, you know, he disappeared under the water. You thought he was dead, but then he made his way to the rock and then she's trying to help him. And uh, yeah, they just they do keep kind of fooling you with the, the the things they're doing. Yeah. So I mentioned my question already about like how is this movie going to keep things interested if she's just on this rock? And so far, everything's been fine. Like it, it's yeah. paced, it's paced really good. You know, they're doing a lot of like quick quick things to to keep my interest. Nothing's really drawn out. Um, we're getting to see a lot of the shark now as it starts like circling her area and Nancy has timed it. And there's a 32 second gap between when the shark will go from the whale and then circle back and come past her rock. So she's able to use that to her advantage to swim out and grab that dude's helmet and GoPro. She gets back and the shark decides to beach itself on her rock, trying to eat her. (laughs) Wow. Very yeah, mad. So this Very is where angry. I realized, like, okay, this is yeah. this one has a personality. It's like, yeah, it's so exactly. mad at her. It's just gonna yeah. try that. Yeah, right. She took a nap on his food. She took a yeah, nap no, on his I, supper. I get it. I'd get be it. mad, Tim, if I found you napping in my supper. I know. I get it. But it just, yeah, it's gonna be that kind of fake shark. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's going to be very aggressive, like unreasonably aggressive towards killing her. Just like very angry and will not will not let it go until she's dead. It's taking it personally. Is she a Brody? Very personal. Is is her name Nancy Brody? Is she a Brody? Is she a Brody? Uh, I was a bit unsure as to why Nancy even wanted this GoPro. But what she she ends up doing is, I mean, she she risks her life to get it. So it must be important to her. I wouldn't have gone out for it, but... Me neither. Uh, she wants to record a message on it. Uh, and then we see her recording this goodbye message to her dad and sister. Uh, she says she's not giving up, but it doesn't look good for her. She says high tide is going to take the rock in a couple minutes. And yeah, I mean, like I mentioned before with the whole family stuff, uh, they they want your heartstrings to be tugged on a little bit here, but mine weren't. There wasn't quite enough like buildup of the family for me really to care that much. Um, I absolutely feel bad for Nancy here. Like I'm I'm feeling her pain. Everything she does is hurting. Um, but I didn't really this this message. It, I didn't come close to getting teary eyed or anything like that with this mm. message. That's fair. It, it worked on me. I liked. I liked it quite a bit. Um, again, I like you. I didn't know why she was getting it. Um, and and when she's recording her message, 
uh, she like starts a message and then she like doesn't like it. And she's like, oh, if somebody finds this, erase that first part and then, you know, and send this on to my family. And then she records her message. She probably should also say to erase the part with like all the shark attack in it. Well, I think uh, she, I think she <laughs> meant that. Yeah. Oh, OK. I thought she meant like the first part of her message. Well, uh, that's what I thought at first. But then yeah. then I even wondered if she was just saying like, just get the killing just out everything of everything before and this. Like leave yeah. all her message in there. I, yeah. I'm not sure which way to look at it, but yeah, it's just fu- yeah, it's just it was funny to me that she just called it the first part, like the part where two guys get eaten. That the first part, just delete that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the best the first stuff. part of yeah. That's the first part of the video is two Keep people that. being eaten. <laughs> yeah, delete her her bullshit uh, goodbye <laughs> message. <laughs> keep, keep this raw footage of the shark attack. Uh, uh, anyways. Nancy's been eyeballing this nearby buoy. Um, it's been too far away, but now she's out of options. Like the the tide's coming in, her rock is very quickly disappearing and will soon be gone. So she has to do something. She's going to try to swim to it. Now, the movie had a real opportunity for humor here that they decided not to take, which is completely fine because that's not the tone of this movie. But she puts uh, Steven Seagal out on a piece of her board and like yeah. floats it back towards the beach. And man, was I just hoping that shark was going to come up and eat that thing. Yeah, I was into the tone of the movie. So I was really hoping that a shark wouldn't. And I was really positive that the shark wouldn't because of the tone. I was like, no, that's not this type of movie. If the shark came up and ate this seagull, I don't understand the tone of this movie. So I was okay that it didn't happen. Yeah, it definitely wouldn't have fit. Yeah. But damn, did I ever want to see it? <laughs> You're like, I just want to see that. I was thing, like, though. you know what? I will forgive you tone of the movie if you do this for me right now. <laughs> yeah. But they didn't. This is the one forgive is if you eat the seagull. <laughs> oh, man. It just would have been so funny. Yeah. Now, a bunch of jellyfish pop up in between her rock and the buoy. And she's pretty sure the shark doesn't like them. So she swims and makes her way through them. So, whatever. I mean, it's all very convenient that a school of jellyfish just appear exactly in the spot that she needs to swim. So, we don't even have to get into that. But another incredible looking part. I mean... Oh, yeah, for sure. Underwater, I don't even know what type of jellyfish these are. But they all just, like, light up. They're all glowing in in various colors. It just looked incredible. It's another just hit the pause button, hit print, and this is yep. up on your wall. It was so beautiful. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks uh, also really scary. Uh, what the fuck is up with jellyfish? Why do they look like that? What even is that? Uh, yeah, great part. Yeah, uh, she obviously gets stung by a jellyfish. It's just yeah. like, because it's just one thing after another with <laughs> yeah. her. Like, why wouldn't she? Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you noticed, like, how jacked up her arm got from that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's like gigantic, like, blue veins or something swelled yep. up out of her arm. Yeah. Oh, man. It was wild. Yeah. They don't really make a point of focusing on it, but just if you're watching her do stuff, you see yeah. that her arm is, like, looks completely infected with, like, the the dead or something. Some de- demon has overtaken her arm. Yeah, and it's on the arm that she ripped off the sleeve, so we get to see <laughs> yeah. it for like the rest of the movie. Yeah. yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. 
Nancy's able to make it to the buoy. She grabs a bar to pull herself up. And of course the bar breaks and she falls onto the shark. Just nothing, nothing will go right for her. Ride it, ride it in. (laughs) I was like, grab that fin. She's from Texas. Fucking Bronco. (laughs) That's true. It's true. She uh, stabs it with that bar and is then able to climb up onto the buoy. Yeah. Now, at this point in the movie, I did start to wonder uh, if she was actually going to survive. Right. So yeah, I, I know our yeah. tone has been a bit playful, uh, but now I was, I was a bit curious with so many things going wrong for her and how fucking beat up she was getting. I thought they might just do it. They might well, just even- leave her to die. Yeah, and even with what I said about the sort of setup at the beginning of the movie that her her mom fought through the illness but still ended up dying and and her outlook is basically what's the point of fighting if you're going to end up dying? It could have it could have even worked if she just fought hard and hard and hard and ended up dying. Like it's it's not even that much of a uh super super depressing thing. It's just more like at least she fought. Like you still go out there and fight and maybe you still end up that the shark gets you. So I thought that actually it could have went either way. Yeah, but like immediately after I think that, uh, a big ship comes around the corner. So, <laughs> right. so I'm yeah. like, oh, shit. Well, that, they're, they're going to find her. Okay, she's saved. Yeah, uh, that's fine. But she does need to get their attention first. And then I'm thinking, oh, how great would it be to have a flare gun in this situation? Because that's the one yeah. thing that's going to catch their attention. What do you know? There's a flare gun on this buoy Yeah, in, in a box. I don't know. I feel like that's a thing. I don't know a lot about buoys, but I think they're there to like, like let ships know to stay away. They're used I as markers. I feel like there's probably there's probably flare guns on buoys. Probably not. What? Why would there be? Because there's one in this movie. Yeah, why exactly. Yeah. Why would they just like make it up and put it on here? I feel like there's flare guns on buoys for sure. You think so? In case you you swim into one and you need help. When does that ever happen? That's, that's a movie It happened thing. in this movie. It happened in Jaws. There was no flare gun there, but uh, she was on the buoy. I'm making a note for the wrap-up episode. I'll, I'll look into if buoys have flare good. guns on them. Okay. We'll, we'll good, get to the good. bottom of this. Hey, yeah, uh, good. I want to. Supporters on Patreon, Patreon, that's something to look forward to. And hey, if you're not supporting us on Patreon, you consider doing it. Yeah. couple bucks. We'll get this uh, question answered at our next wrap-up show. That's all it'll take for you to find out. Yeah, Don't Google it yourself. Don't do that. Listen to our episode. Let me do the heavy lifting for you. Yes. So I just thought that was very convenient. Um, yeah. A bit of drama with the flare shells as they get wet and they're not working all that well. So the ship doesn't end up seeing her. The movie now catches up to the scene at the very beginning where this kid comes to the beach and sees the helmet and watches the video, and then he runs off for help. I like that in movies. I like when they catch up, but yeah. we didn't even know that that what we were seeing was later in the movie yeah. until you realize that you know, that guy's surfing. But um, yeah, I don't know. I liked it. I like kind of catching up at this point. Yeah, for sure. Um, my uh, My wife watching this with me said that at the beginning – she saw like you can see the buoy kind of in yeah. the background of the kid and she said she saw Blake Lively kind of crouched in the middle um so I didn't see it but I I, I wonder if uh, yeah going if at the beginning there you can actually just see her there but you know you're not really looking at the buoy in the background I think you can because I, I noticed yeah. the same thing uh, okay I did notice something sort of 
like I don't think you can see it good enough. Like you can distinctly yeah. say that's her. But, Unless you know. Yeah. yeah, but I think they do it like wanting you to know that she's there. So I think they definitely right. okay. have like a silhouette of her on there. And, and yeah, I, I yeah. noticed it the first time. I'm like, why are they showing us this buoy? But then they do, they do nothing with it. So I didn't think anything of it. But yeah, uh, I agree with that. You can, uh, you can see her there. Now, Nancy starts shooting the flares at the shark. Uh, and it starts ramming the buoy. Now, she climbs to the top of this buoy. I like this because this was very Jaws-esque with Brody right. on the mast of the orca as it's going down. It had a very Definitely. like similar vibe to that, so I thought that was cool. Yeah. She shoots another flare at the shark, and it lights the water on fire and lights the shark on fire. Now, this doesn't do a lot of damage to the shark. Um, yeah. I think this is supposed to be like the oil from the body of the whale, making its yep. way through the water because the trail of so. fire goes back in the direction of the yeah. whale. Exactly. But here's another thing, man. I don't think it works that way. Okay. I, yeah. Like, I don't think... I don't know. I know, like, whale blubber like, can be very yeah. flammable. Like, whale yeah. oil is... is it, they used to use whale oil in, in lanterns and stuff like that. Right. But there's yeah. a process to extract it. I don't just, just think oh, that, okay. like, a whale you just, can't just light dies. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, maybe you might be able to... Light blubber on fire? Probably not, though. Yeah, it's probably too much Listen. moisture for that to happen. Like they have to extract the oil out. So I don't know. This this is fine. Another thing, it's fine, but it was just a little bit too convenient and a little bit forced. I thought. Yeah, I, I will say I watched a uh, I watched a video of a uh, shark expert uh, breaking down shark movies and giving them a score to ten as how realistic they would be, and this movie got either a one or a two out of ten. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Probably okay. that stuff isn't probably that stuff right. isn't real. All right. Yeah. Did he mention anything about a buoy with flare guns? Uh, no, it was she, and she did not say anything about the buoy and the flare guns. She did talk a lot about how sharks don't have uh, grudges. Right. Yeah. Sharks don't hold grudges. That's true. Yeah. Now uh, the shark has completely fucked up this buoy. It's knocked over. Um, Nancy's a sitting duck in it as it's like, she's in the water too with it. This shark is just eating the buoy. And then we get this, uh, this ending sequence or like this death of the shark sequence. Uh, Dean, what did you think of this ending? Why don't you describe it for everybody? Uh, sure. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure exactly how it works or what's going on, but oh, do you want me to do it then? You do the description and I'll react to it because <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> great. Like I know what's going on, but I think you'll be able to de uh, describe what's going on better than I could. Okay, so the buoy that has a flare gun on it is chained um, to like an anchor at the bottom so that it doesn't like float away, right? Yeah. As the shark is like violently attacking this buoy. Nancy notices that the chain that's hooked on from the buoy to the uh, anchor is starting to break off. Like it's been taking some heavy damage. And before it breaks off, she kind of like ties. Um, I think it was like the tourniquet she made for her leg. She undoes it. Yeah. It's part of her like uh, surfboard wire that connects her surfboard to her body. So she wraps that around this chain. And then when the chain breaks off, this chain is so large and heavy that it starts sinking to the bottom and okay. 
we're led to believe that it's heavy enough to like rapidly pull her down under the water, which is okay. I mean, that would happen if that chain was big, big enough and heavy enough. It would, it could pull your body down like that. So yeah, she starts getting pulled all the way down. Then at the last second, she kind of rolls out of the way of this anchor, which we saw before we saw her notice before. So they did kind of set this up, but this anchor at the bottom it's been damaged and there's like a whole bunch of rebar poking out everywhere. Yeah. So as she's getting pulled towards it at the last moment, she rolls out of the way as the shark goes in for its finishing kill and gets a mouthful of rebar. And it just goes like right through the head, right through the mouth and everything. So yeah. What did you think? So I'll start with um, the chain and getting sucked down to the bottom. That's the part I didn't really understand. I didn't understand because she was going, it's such a high speed towards the bottom. She was going so quickly that I thought I missed something. I thought I missed something that would like yank her down to the bottom. But I get, I wasn't thinking that that chain could be extremely heavy, which obviously it's an anchor. So that makes sense that it's extremely heavy. So I I wasn't really thinking that. That makes sense. Um, And yeah, so that was the first part. The second part, uh, the shark just going like face first into all the rebar. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I think it's awesome. I love all the rebar should go like going right through the shark's head. I love that this is how she defeated it. You know, she didn't really have any weapons. She had that flare gun. It's not going to do much. She didn't really have a chance until she found something else um, that could maybe do the trick. She found something else on the on the ocean floor that could help her out. So uh, I really liked it. Uh, yeah, and I think it looks cool. I think it looks great with the shark's face just like in the in the in the rebar. Um, yeah, lo- looks good. Yeah, it did look good. Uh, it was cool watching that shark get a mouthful of that. Uh, it yeah. just dies instantly. As oh yeah, see it the, doesn't move the after life that. Get taken yeah. out of that thing's body. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit silly though. Just the idea that she's gonna be able to like roll out of the way. Like it, they almost make it that she's more agile than the shark is under the water, which just didn't make any sense. So I right. I get, you know, I get it. It's fine. But yeah. Yeah. It's got to happen in some sort of way. And I, I didn't hate it. Yeah, I didn't hate it. Also, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan. I probably liked it more than I didn't like it. But yeah, listen, I like a lot of shark movies and a lot of them end in much worse ways than this. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And I still like those. I'm so sure. this was not going to bother me. Yeah, no problem. Now, the boy comes back with help as Nancy has now washed up on shore. Her seagull friend is there to greet her. She looks out on the water. Then she sees a vision of her mother. And she says she's okay. Then one year later, we see Nancy. She's all healed up. She's ready to get back on a surfboard. This time, it's at home in Texas with her sister and her dad and the end. I get the vision of her mom at the end, but it's kind of weird because her mom, she's going there because her mom loves that beach. So she's going there for her mom. And then she like almost dies and her mom's just like smiling, like, thanks for coming. (laughs) Have a good, I hope you had a good time. Same thing (laughs) happened to me when I was here. Yeah, exactly. Just didn't tell you about it. It's such a weird thing to see her mom smiling at the end. (laughs) Just like because she's like looking at this beach and you like she's like looking at it and she's just like, damn, this place, this was a mistake. And she just sees her mom be like, thanks for coming. Uh, That was weird. Um, But yeah, uh, I I like the movie. Great movie. Yeah. uh, So happy ending. Um, I wouldn't have minded if she didn't make it. Yeah. 
So here, here's how you can tie all the family stuff in and have it work for me. Have her die. And she sees the vision of her mom and she's almost like reunited with her mom. And, you know, in that way, it can be a happy ending. But yeah, it's movie was totally fine. I enjoyed it. I'm happier at the end if she doesn't make it. Okay. Yeah. I that's just me. Would, yeah, no, that's fine. I would not have that outlook. I was okay while the movie was going with her uh, dying. I would have been okay with that ending, but I do like the happy ending better in this case. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. It was like the kills weren't all that gory, but man, her injuries were absolutely yeah, they were the grossest yeah. part of that movie. For sure. That leg injury is insane. Oh, something else. I can't believe it. Yes. Cool. Dean, would you recommend people watch that movie? Yeah, I would. I would definitely recommend people watch The Shallows. I think it's a fun, it's quick, it's under It's under an hour and a half. It like is. That's awesome. It's 125 or 126. And uh, yeah, it's going to go by quickly. It's, uh, it's a lot of, um, lot of uh, tension in the movie. Um, and it's just, a, yeah, it's a fun time. It's a good one. Yeah, it's well made. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit silly, but it's fine. It's about a shark who's angry at someone and trying to eat them. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Right on. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this uh, creepy edition. This one wasn't so creepy. This was, this was, I mean, not, yeah. Ghastly. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was ghastly. (laughs) It was gashly also. There was gashes in this one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Not so creepy. I I think definitely scary because. Yeah, uh, scary. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't want to be in this situation. Definitely, definitely terror. Yes, lots of terror. And horror. Yes, horror. Uh, Yeah, but, but no creep. There wasn't much creep. No, there was lots of murder. There was lots of murder. Yeah. Yeah. So successful, successful October movie. It was a good October movie. We did a good job. (laughs) Right on. All right. Well, hey, everybody listening, if you'd like to help support us here at Talking Back, we would love that. You can start by just uh, telling your friends about uh, Talking Back. Share an episode with them. That'd be great. You can rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. You can head over to buymeacoffee.com and leave a donation. Or you can sign up on Patreon to be a patron and gain access to exclusive episodes. And now that this episode's over, don't worry. Head on over to bfopnetwork.com. And check out one of the other amazing nostalgia-based podcasts in our network. We promise you'll find something you like or Dean's going surfing. No. Dean's going. Please find something you like. He's going to do it. Please find. If you don't find something you like, lie. (laughs) Lie about it. (laughs) Dean, thank you for joining. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will catch you next time. Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get.